Hi, it's Brad Staggs here from The Blaze TV. Month after month, year after year, I wasted so much money on my home phone service until I started using Broadvoice. Broadvoice is an internet phone service that replaces your traditional landline and saves you a ton of money every month. It is so simple to use. Just plug their equipment into your computer or router, connect your phone, and in just minutes, you're all set. You can even keep your current phone number and add a second line at no additional charge. It's like getting a second phone line for free. The call quality is so good, we use Broadvoice in our studios at Blaze Radio. Get your first three months free, and then it's only $9.95 after that at Broadvoice.com. That's just $9.95 for unlimited calling in the U.S. and Canada. And if you have a small business, Broadvoice not only saves you money, Broadvoice has tons of features that will make your small business more efficient. Go to Broadvoice.com and pick the plan that's best for you. That's Broadvoice.com. Seven back. Hi, it's Hello. Pat and Stu with Jeffy today, and uh, this is great because we have uh, we have more from Ted Cruz and his interview with Glenn the other night. Uh, it was compelling. It was really it sure good. Was. Glenn spent the whole hour with him, and what we'd like to do is spend at least an hour with all the major candidates, all the ones you know that we think have any chance at winning, and and that we're kind of interested in, like Jeb Bush. I, yeah, what's he going to say to us that we're going to like? There's nothing. nothing. We got ver- very little in common. With Chris Christie, what's he going to say? Uh, what? Yeah, nothing. George Pataki. No. Well, Donald Trump probably not. George Pataki. I mean, he's the front runner <laughs> to, yeah. to the bottom. Yeah, the front runner of the bottom feeders. Uh, so anyway, um, uh, here is some more. Uh, we played a little bit of this yesterday, and here's a little more of Glenn's interview with Ted Cruz. And I have to tell you, I find it interesting that, I mean, I never met a communist revolutionary until I was, you know, I met a socialist when I was in my 30s. The last president's father was a socialist or communist revolutionary. Your father was a socialist revolutionary, except they're complete opposite. I just want to point out to the audience, the, me- the, the mainstream media has never pointed out, they'll, they'll show the book, Dreams from My Father, But they will never make the connection that, yeah, that's his ideology. And we've all known that you're a product, unless you have a pivot point, you're a product of your dad and your mom. And this is a product of somebody who uh, turned from communism and socialism. So let's let's go because um, we're in deep, deep trouble. You know, one of the stories, Glenn, that I tell in in the book, A Time for Truth, is when I came out of law school and I interviewed with Chief Justice William Rehnquist. And during the interview, I told my father's story. It was one of the things that I think intrigued the Chief Justice and and perhaps helped lead to my getting hired as a law clerk for him. And, And a lot of the book tells inside stories about the Supreme Court and how it operates. But I told my dad after the interview, I said, I, I, and I did this somewhat tongue in cheek, pulling his chain, but I said, Dad, I told the Chief Justice that I was the, the son of a communist guerrilla. And my father was mortified. He said, I was not a communist. I was never a communist. But, you know, you got to have some fun with your dad. Um, uh, Let's start here because you have an interesting view of the Supreme Court. I'm so tempted to ask you if you think John Roberts has ever been blackmailed by somebody in the NSA, because I don't understand his rulings uh, lately, but I won't go down that road. Um, What I would like to know is 
as a guy who was uh, who has argued in front of the Supreme Court, has worked in the Supreme Court, we are off the Constitution, yes. making it up yes. as they go along now, right? That is absolutely right. Uh, the ruling on Obamacare, I can't even... I can't even fathom. They used to say, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not an attorney. Didn't they used to say, you got that wrong, send it back, you do it right, and they bring it to us, right? That is exactly right. You know, when when the rulings came out last week, uh, I commented publicly that these are some of the darkest 24 hours in our nation's history. I agree. And the entire liberal media went apoplectic with that comment. They said, darkest, what about 9-11? What about Pearl Harbor? What about... This is the end of the Constitution. And within 24 hours, on Thursday, six justices ignored federal law, rewrote Obamacare, literally took out an eraser, erased key portions of the bill in order to force that failed law on millions of Americans. And then on Friday, five justices ignored the Constitution and declared the authority to rewrite marriage, to strike down the marriage okay, so, laws in so all 50 states. Help me out on this, because I think there's a lot of people, especially the millennials, mm-hmm. that are, they're like cool with, you know, look, it's about love. It's about love. And, and I've tried to explain to my daughter, and she gets it now that she's mm-hmm. been watching, mm-hmm. but um, she came to me and she's like, Dad, it's about love. And I said, if it was about love, I'd be totally cool. I'd be totally cool. God tells me, no, mm-hmm. but that's not my job to judge them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I can't change their behavior. So I'd be totally cool. Right. It's about changing and dismantling almost everything in our society. Um, she now sees what is, is happening along the way. Explain to people um, that might be thinking, who are you, Ted Cruz, yeah. to judge me? Well, look. This is, you are right, this is hand in hand with a concerted assault on religious liberty and a concerted assault on the Judeo-Christian values this tell country you it's was not. built on. I've heard them. I, tell you, they tell you it's absolutely not. Well, you know, it, it, they will say that, but the facts speak otherwise. But let's begin with one of the premises that they repeat over and over again. They say the American people want this, and they point to poll after poll that show percentages of Americans who want this, and they point to millennials and say millennials want this. Well, you know, it's very easy to design a poll to get the result you want, and there are a lot of advocates here. We are seeing a propaganda effort from the mainstream media and from Hollywood. I can give you two facts that are counter to the notion that the American people want this. Number one, 40 states, 4-0, have passed either laws or constitutional amendments protecting traditional marriage. When it goes to the ballot box... The people vote very differently from what the Hollywood advocates claim the American people want. A few years ago, the state of California, not a conservative state, bright blue, liberal California voted on marriage. And a majority of Californians voted for protecting traditional marriage as the union of one man and one woman. You know who voted overwhelmingly for that? Hispanics and African Americans. So this notion that that gets repeated every day on the mainstream media is baloney. This is, they're attempting, if it were true that the American people wanted this, there'd be no need for a court case because they could win at the ballot box. They're doing this because they haven't been winning at the ballot box. Okay, so, but it's not about, it's not about that. Your opposition to this is not about 
gay marriage. Uh, You're one of your big funders from as a senator, mm -hmm. if you don't mind me saying, yeah. is Peter Thiel. Yeah. He is a libertarian yep. gay guy. Yep. Yeah. You're friends. You went to college together. Yeah. My touchstone has always been the Constitution. And under the Constitution, marriage has been a question for the states. Is marriage a human right itself? Traditional marriage, is that in the Constitution? Is that a protected right? You know, the, the, the human rights that are mentioned in, in the Declaration of Independence are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But when it, when it comes to how marriage is designed, you, you know, when I talk with proponents of gay marriage, I say, listen, if you, you and I can disagree, perhaps, I, on a, as a policy matter, whether gay marriage is a good idea. I, I say to folks who advocate gay marriage, we can disagree on that, and then reasonable minds can differ. I strongly support traditional marriage as the union of one man and one woman, but we can have a, a, a reasonable debate about that. Under the Constitution, there is an avenue to seek to change the marriage laws in your state, mm -hmm. which is to convince your fellow citizens we should change the laws. You now, you've got to win would, the argument. But you know that that would break down across state lines. I move, and then I'm not going to recognize, et cetera, et cetera. But, but, but Glenn, it hasn't. We, we've had right now, unelected judges have torn down the marriage laws in some states. So right now, today, the law is that there are gay marriages in some states. In other states, like the state of Texas, there are not. It has worked perfectly fine. And, and you know, I'll tell an interesting story. So a little over a year ago, uh, I was on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Utterly surreal, by the way, to be on The Tonight know, Show. You're weird. like, what on earth am I doing here? It's weird. But first question Jay asks, it's Hollywood. He says, okay, you're a Republican. Gay marriage. Why do you hate gay people? <laughs> I know. And, you know, my response, I said, listen, Jay, I believe in traditional marriage, but I'm a constitutionalist. The Constitution leaves this as questions for the states. If the people of California decide to adopt one definition of marriage, they have the prerogative to debate that and do that. But if the people of other states, like my home state of Texas, decide to protect traditional marriage under the Constitution, that's their prerogative. You know the interesting thing, Glenn? The studio audience in Burbank, California, burst into applause. So, Jay did a double take. Wait, you're a conservative Republican. You're not supposed to get applause right. from a California audience. So here's the thing. The, my, my solution to this has been um, it's not a federal thing at all because of the Tenth Amendment. It's not. You say give it to the states. But why is it even in the states? Why do we even have to have that? Isn't it a contract between me, my spouse, and who's marrying me? Why not just end it entirely? Because it seems to me what they've done is now made this a civil right, constitutional civil right, which now puts all of our churches and, and all of our schools and everybody else in line for massive litigation. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, the, the problem with that is that the government and the courts have always played a role. Whenever you have marriages, you're going to have divorces. When you have divorces, you're going to have to dispose of property. And even more importantly, you have children. You've got parental vi visitation. You, you've got custody. Those are questions that under our legal system are going to have to be decided. And, and the government can't totally wash its hands of that. If you look at, at the origins of marriage, you know, you know, marriage long preceded the United States of America. It wasn't the Constitution that invented marriage or the Declaration or the Supreme Court. For millennia, marriage has been the union of one man and one woman. Church. It was ordained by God. Uh, it was designed, I believe, to reflect the relationship of Christ and the church. And it was designed for the raising of children. And so 
there is an inherent role when it comes to kids and, and if a marriage breaks up what to do with the kids that, that the state can't wash its hands of. But I will say this, the next major battlefield will be religious liberty. And it's already Christians are being persecuted, people of faith are being persecuted for following biblical teachings on marriage. So then let me go there, because I think there is a massive wake-up coming. And if we don't, let me ask you this as a question. If the Christians and people of faith, the Jews, everybody who yes. practices yes. real religion, yes. um, are we done if they don't wake up and stand up now? Uh, if people of faith do not stand up in this next election, I fear the greatest nation in the history of the world will be lost. Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich? Working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. Go to Freedom350.com right now and change your life today. That's Freedom, the number, 350.com, and start earning money as soon as next week. You be the boss. Go to Freedom350.com.